in a world where choices often feel like a coin toss. Let's embark on a faith-filled journey together in search of wisdom, purpose, and the path that leads us to becoming the head and not the tail. Let's go. What is up? Welcome to another episode on the Heads or Tails podcast. And we are basically just carrying on with the Trinity Translation series. Today, we are going to be talking about the sun. So who is Jesus? Half man and half God. So if you have been a Christian for a while or you're a new believer, or if you have absolutely no idea who Jesus really is, this episode is for you. I have been a believer almost my entire life, but I've only just recently started to understand who Jesus really is. And I think I just would love nothing more than to walk with you throughout this episode as we learn and understand Jesus together. My early days of being a Christian, I loved him because I was told to love him. But I didn't actually know who he was. I knew he saved humanity and that he laid down his life for human salvation. But I just always thought, awesome, thanks Jesus, you took one for the team. Shot, appreciate it, but I'm not going to die to myself and live for you. Recently, um, as I've been reading through the New Testament, I can't actually believe or fathom the kind of person Jesus was and is. And now when I think about him, I don't I don't just say I love him. I truly deeply mean it. And I, I have a genuine love for him. My heart can't even grasp the type of person he is. They say there's no such thing as perfection, but there is when it comes to Jesus. Friends, Jesus isn't a religion. He isn't a fictional character, and he wasn't just a man walking on the earth. I am telling you now, he is real, and he is more alive than you and I. And I can honestly say I'm nothing without him. I'd, I'd be a shell of a human if I uh, wasn't walking with Jesus. I walk with confidence every single day knowing he is with me. Before we dive into who Jesus is and what role he plays in the Trinity, I thought, why don't we start off with some facts proving Jesus was an actual person? So I pulled some of these facts out of the book called A Case for Christ, and it's written by Lee Strobel, and he's a former investigative journalist and atheist. So let's quickly talk facts. People who lived around the time wrote about Jesus. Even his enemies wrote about him. Historians like Cornelius Tacitus was a Roman historian. Flavius Josephus was a Jewish historian and scholar. And in their writings, it shows and proves that Jesus was a real person. The Bible, the New Testament, contains stories of his life and teachings. While it is viewed as a religious book, it also is such an important historical document. Archaeologists have found things that match what the Bible describes. For example, they've found ancient cities and artifacts that fit the time and places mentioned in the Bible. And eyewitnesses. The Bible isn't just one book. We have to remember that it's a collection of writings by different people. And these different statements from various authors give us a more complete picture of who Jesus was and what he did. So these are just some of the facts that prove he was a real person and that he wasn't just a fictional character. And we have proof that he was a man walking on the earth. But why is this man so important to humanity? And why is he such a prominent figure that essentially doesn't go away? And by this, I mean, 
if he was a nobody and he was just a Jewish man who was crucified by his people, then why do even atheists, scientists, historians use the terms BC and AD when they discuss historical timelines? So for those who don't know, BC stands for before Christ. And it's used to count the years in the calendar before the birth of Jesus. And AD stands for Anno Domini, which is Latin for in the year of our Lord. And that is used to count the years after the birth of Jesus. People, whether they are atheists or have different religious beliefs, often use the terms like AD and BC when they are talking about historical dates. I will acknowledge that um, a new term has been adopted, and that is BCE and CE, which stands for Before Common Era and Common Era. That is only recently in the mid to late 20th century being adopted. Before that, it was known as BC and AD. The fact that even atheists used these codes to differentiate time by acknowledging there was a before Christ and after Christ speaks volumes to me. The fact that a large majority of the world celebrates Easter and Christmas public holidays that is literally celebrating the birth and death of Jesus. Being a non-Christian, what do you think about this? I'm, I'm actually genuinely curious. If history proves Jesus is real, and if a large majority in the present still celebrate holidays based on him, and atheists and historians use the codes BC and AD, surely he is of some importance to humanity. Okay, let's get to know Jesus as a person. So this is kind of my take on who Jesus is and what I've got from the Bible. Jesus is a people person. He is for people, he loves people, and he is the advocate for humanity. He is on our team, regardless of where we stand, regardless of what we have done. He doesn't love like we do. He loves beyond our comprehension. He chooses to recognize the good in you. And when you decide to ask for forgiveness, he doesn't think twice. He gladly wipes your slate clean without hesitation. And if you choose to accept him in your life as your Lord and Savior, he doesn't just sit with you in your corner. He also is standing in your corner ready to support you, ready to protect you and be your advocate. He is eager to defend you always. I'd like to make this very clear. When you decide to give your life to Jesus, that doesn't mean your life will get easier or trials won't come. But what it does mean is that even though you will come face to face with storms and unpredictable waves, it says in scripture, as Jesus walked on waves in the storm, he told his disciples to take courage and to not be afraid. He invites Peter, his disciple, out on the water to join him above the wild waves. He makes a way and a path for Peter on the water to walk towards him. If you choose to accept Jesus, he will help you walk on top of the unpredictable and challenging waves you will face in your life. When Peter was walking on the water and he started to allow doubt to sink in, and that is when he started to sink, Peter yells out to Jesus, save me. And it says in this verse, it uses the word immediately. As soon as as his child, his disciple, called out his name, Jesus didn't hesitate or condemn or let Peter sink. It says Jesus immediately reached out his hand and called him. Jesus is a people's person. It's adorable. It's the cutest thing. He loves you. He loves people. All through the New Testament, he was surrounded by his disciples and crowds of people. And that's because... He loves people. 
and he will never hesitate to reach out his hand to help you and all you need to do is call his name. He's ready. He's ready to chat to you. He's ready to hang out. All right, Jesus's role in the Trinity. Firstly, because Jesus is a part of the Trinity, it does mean that he is still God. And he wasn't just an added addition to God and the Holy Spirit and that his new teachings that he taught uh, weren't to come and contradict the old law. It says in Matthew 5.17, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. I think I just wanted to mention that because uh, I, I myself, while I was creating this episode, I was really fighting with the fact that Okay, well, the Bible says he didn't come to abolish the law. He came to fulfill it. But then it says in verse Matthew chapter 538, You have heard the law that says the punishment must match the injury, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say, do not resist an evil person. If someone slaps you on the right cheek, offer the other cheek also. I was conflicted. I was. And if anyone kind of has a good answer for that, honestly, please send it my way. But I guess my answer came to this. So while Jesus, he isn't changing the law itself, but it's almost like he is providing a deeper understanding and a new perspective on how to live out the law. And he really is selling love and mercy and forgiveness. And that is who Jesus is. But that is my understanding on it. I'm I'm obviously still learning. I didn't study theology or anything like that, um, but I do read the Bible and have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. So <laughs> does that qualify me to preach? Surely, surely. Let's talk about the important roles Jesus fulfills in the Trinity. So he came to restore the relationship between God and man the one and only mediator between God and humans. In 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 5, it says, For there is one God and one mediator between God and man, that man, Christ Jesus. This verse signifies that through Jesus, believers have access to God. Because Jesus is 100% God and 100% human, only he can fulfill this role as our mediator. He came as an example of how we should live. His teachings and examples almost always point to his primary message, and that is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and to love your neighbor as yourself. Because Jesus lived a life that was human, and just like us, he went through trials and suffering while on earth, Because of this, he is able to sympathize with us and love us and hold us while we face uncertainty as we live on earth. Why? Because he faced those trials as well. He understands what it's like to be human. He isn't impatient with you. He isn't upset with you or angry. He loves you and he knows what you're going through because he also went through it as well. If anything, he went through way worse. He got betrayed by his friends. We all know what that's like if you've been betrayed before. It hurts like hell. Imagine having your friend betray you to be killed. Ouch. And then he was crucified. So because of that, I think he knows exactly what you're going through. Jesus is at the finish line. John 19 verse 30 says, When he had received the drink, Jesus said, It is finished. With that, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. That was his last words were, it it is finished. 
the people, his people, thought the Messiah would come as a powerful king, a soldier who was like David and who would win every physical battle against the enemies. What many failed to understand and what many people miss today is that Jesus' sacrifice on the cross did destroy the enemy, the true enemy of not just Israel, but humanity's enemy, and that is the devil. The cross won the greatest battle mankind will ever face. When Jesus said it was finished, it was because the gap between God and humanity just got filled. Jesus became the bridge to human salvation. Galatians chapter 3 verse 28 says, There is no longer Jew or Gentile, slave or free, male or female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. If doing life with Jesus is something you want to try, I just want to encourage you that it will be the best decision you will make. And if it is something you want to do, I'm happy to lead and guide you through this prayer. So if you want to just pray out loud or in your mind or wherever you are, um, even if you just say it in your heart, uh, but really, really mean it. Okay. Jesus, thank you for finishing the battle for me. Thank you for laying down your life so I don't have to. I pray you forgive me of my sins, clean my slate, wash me clean. I pray that you come into my heart and change my life according to your will. I pray for favor and wisdom to reign over me daily. I pray you anoint my head with oil and protect me as I continue this new journey with you. In Jesus' precious name I pray. Amen. It says in the Bible that if you made that prayer, that angels are partying and dancing in heaven, celebrating at that choice you just made. If you have any feedback or you just want to chat, please reach out to me on the Heads or Tails podcast. That brings us to the end of the Sun It Is Finished episode from the Trinity Translation series. Next week is all about the Holy Spirit, which is something I have been dying to share with you. It is all about my mental health journey, and I know I've been going on about sharing this episode for the last three months, and it's finally here, so make sure you tune in to next week's episode. God bless. 